The machine is ever turning, ever hungry. How do you avoid being eaten? How do you avoid drifting into becoming another cog? Can you escape the machine? Should you try or is it impossible? Pondering these questions and more, I dimension the machine. Oh, and we're back. Welcome back to the Mention the Machine podcast. I think this is episode 41. Mm, probably. I believe so. We're, uh, we're almost wrapping up here 2023. We've got a couple weeks left in uh, November here. Before we begin, I just realized something. That you're wearing two sets of headphones? Well, not that. I know that. <laughs> Where did you come up with the intro? Uh, I wrote it, and then we put it somewhere. <laughs> we put it through a... Yeah, but how did you come up with the, with the actual verbiage? I don't know. I was sitting there, I was like, we need an intro. Let's think about what we can put in there. And it was like what I wanted the podcast to be about. And so what happened? Why? Somebody asked about it? No, I'm just, I'm listening to this for like the 50th <laughs> time, and I'm like, uh, I, like I really like this. It's a good intro, I think. It is. I think we've, so we've skewed somewhere away from uh, the original intent of the podcast. We've come back I to believe, it a couple times. I believe it was, I'm sick of doing book reports, is what you said. <laughs> Well, our original thing was to do this, talking and hanging out, and then we went into the book reports, and then we, we've skewed away from that. Um, we got away from kind of the self-development stuff a little bit. Um, but I think I'm we're, back on the log! Yeah, Joel's back on the log. Joel's back to lifting weights. And he's he's done doing a home improvement. He's back to no, self-improvement. I'm not, I'm not done <laughs> home improvement. <laughs> well, he's added self-improvement back to his I list spent, of things I spent to do. half the day splitting logs yesterday, cleaning up the yard yesterday. Nice, nice. I did some leaf work around here, too. I cleaned out my gutters. Something really amazing happened that I wasn't aware of. So, I have that burn barrel, mm-hmm. and I ran the burn barrel yesterday to get rid of... Cause I wish I had a burn barrel. I wish I could do that in the city. Eh, well, you can use mine. I gotta bring a fucking truck full of stuff out to your house. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> so, I have, a, I have a trash can that I just throw all my junk mail and stuff I don't want to shred. Because mm-hmm. when I shred them, you can burn it. Oh, that, that's exactly some of the stuff I'm bringing because i got a box full of papers yeah. that I just don't feel like sitting there and shredding. Cause. So I burned the paper, and I started cleaning out the hole because I, I have a tree that we cut off, and my dad tried to pull the stump, and it couldn't pull the stump, so we just dug down as far as it could, cut as far as much as we could, and mm-hmm. called it a day. Threw all the crap in there. Well, now I'm pulling out all the sawdust and stuff and, and chipping that I did and putting that in my compost heap now. I'm filling in the the gaps with the stone and crap that I don't want. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, okay, so I can't. Yesterday I burned stuff. I think I stopped around five or four o'clock, four thirty. I stopped putting stuff in the actual burn barrel. I burned all the stuff I didn't want to stack. I come back to me this morning at like eight eight o'clock, and the thing was still smoldering. I'm like, I put my hand on the burner. Like, Why is it warm? <laughs> I went to the ashes. There's still cinders. I'm like, well, fuck it. Let's burn some more shit. Welcome to Smokey's <laughs> Smokey's nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> well. Around my burn barrel is gravel, and it's on top of stone. Yeah. So, I just mean with people in campfires, I think yeah. it's going to go out, and it doesn't. It's yeah. still going for the next day. The thing I started doing now is I spray water around the barrel before I start burning. That mm. way, oh look, you can't even do anything if you jump out. <laughs> nice, nice. So what else is going on, Joel? Uh, I feel kind of weak right now, starting all over weightlifting. Yeah, you lost. You it's been what six, seven months since you. You touched the weights? Yeah, it's February, March. That's a, that's a long time. <clears throat> yeah. Well, I think I'm going to break the news today. Which news? I think I know what we're doing on June 1st and 2nd next year. June 1st and 2nd? Oh, yeah, yeah. 
We're going. We're getting back on the bikes. Mm-hmm. MS bike ride. Yeah. This time on a train. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Me too. I don't know if I'm doing the hundred miles though. That like, that's not the hundred miles I want. <laughs> eh, you'll probably be better off this time. We're going to. I think we're gonna have to go to Ohio for hundred miles. Hmm. I think we just need to do specific. Uh, I'm sure there's training plans out there we could follow, but things like I, I'm not about the eight percent grade life. No, no, no. We just we go out and we do that like in sets of it. You know, you go up the hill, you come back down, you rest, and then you go up the hill. You go, like smaller hills just to build up. So yeah, I ain't doing eight percent hills. Ah, you'll do it. Nope. Whatever. David Goggins will write a new book and you'll listen to it and you'll be like, I'm about that. I'm doing it. No, no. He just wrote one last year. I'm good for a couple years. Yeah, he's gonna write another one. I saw the I saw that that. Um, that video you sent me about how that he saved that one kid's life and like he won for being a fat ass of like being ripped. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think the subtext was goggles like, damn, he can kick my ass probably. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I told you about the, the videos of Goggins training at you putting that UFC fighter through uh-huh. Hell Week and the guy the UFC fighter sitting there like getting off the device and the the stair climber or whatever and throwing up into a bag and Goggins <laughs> is just still going, like barely sweating. You're like, Come on, come on. <laughs> No hands, no hands. <laughs> Goggins is a monster. Also, that bit, that Halloween video you sent me of if a martial artist was in a Halloween movie. <laughs> yeah. I'm looking back. I'm like, fuck. <laughs> if anything is had any fucking training, fucking Ghostface Killer went down like a bitch. <laughs> yeah, he's just a regular dude with a knife. He ain't even supernatural. Just put him down. <laughs> <laughs> I the only thing I- with him is there's always more than one. That's all. Don't mean that mean shit. You just keep killing one by one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I always like when people just run up and uh, field goal kick Chucky. Uh-huh. That always makes me laugh. You got me back in the audiobooks. Yeah, yeah. I'm on a uh, a different audiobook also. I'm doing a, a self development one called Alter Ego. I'll let you know how it is. It's a little a little bit like what Goggins talks about about separating himself from David Goggins to just Goggins. Mm. I was um. So, there's a podcast I listen to called Great Night. There's these guys, Brian Bushwood and Justin Robert Young, I listen to. Justin does a bunch of podcasts, I listen to all his stuff. Well, the Great Night podcast, I was like, at one point I was a year, a year and a half behind. Mm-hmm. I finally powered through. Took me 13, 14 months, but I got it. <laughs> I'm now up to date. Well, here you go. So now that all my podcasts are caught up that I want to really listen to, now I have time for audiobooks. And you're back on the log, just like mm-hmm. that. Yeah, uh, I got Joel to start doing the uh, Robert Jordan's Wheel of Time saga, which is a a fourteen book masterpiece, I'd say. So that's what two, what three Neil Stevenson books? Yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> Although I don't know because the uh, the chapter in the last book, the the la- it's called the Last Battle, and it is uh it's an eight hour chapter to listen to. On audiobook. Well, it looks like a Neil, like a Neil Stevenson. <laughs> <laughs> like, I think the thing with Neil Stevenson, like, I, I did um, Dodge and Hell. It was after RMD. I didn't read that one. It was, it's a journey. Is it? The, bu- the book starts with Dodge dying. Uh-huh. So basically, Dodge in the ni- late 90s invested in this one company. And basically, they got the rights of his dead body. They mm-hmm. want to digitize him and put him in into virtual. Mm. Well, his daughter's um, niece 
Zula. Zula? Zella? Yeah, whoever she found, whoever yeah. was involved in the last book. She basically got lawyers, and they like fought over the rights, and they had control over basically building this afterlife, mm. where people would, would be digitized into after they die. They would scan their brain in different... As technology got better, they'd scan different brains. So Dodge, they just froze his body. They froze his head. But like as it got better, people could actually scan the whole brain, and you get your whole body in the afterlife. Hmm. But it was it kind of figured out that some kind of medieval like world. So there's two stories going on. There's a story of people fighting for control of the system, and then there's a, the story of what happens inside the system. Ah, uh, okay. So it's a lot like his other book, where it was like the uh, the World War II safe cracker or uh, code cracker, and then the uh, yeah the treasure Crypt- hunters. Crypt- Cryptonomicon. Yeah, that was a good one. I love the Cryptonomicon, but um, it. It's 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 almost like five stories in one because hmm. you got before Dodge, like before Dodge died was like oh like half a chapter or something. Then you got Dodge going in, and then you got people fighting over the actual technology for that. And then you got like the story of like Zula and her her growing up and stuff. Like Zula goes from like a little girl to like an old woman. Yeah, but like there's like ages in this in this world. And like it's just it's insanity. Like it's it get, it's it's not as slow as as Remedy was at the beginning, but it was still it's it's very heavy. Yeah, in the the Wheel of Time books, there's a point they call it the slog, where it's like three books I think, where it seems like nothing's really happening, mm-hmm. but it's all because so much happens in like the bookends to that that it's like showing the other characters mm-hmm. what they were doing at that point. There's an, there's another uh, I think it's called Posthuman I look I listened to years ago like when I first got an audiobooks and um, there's like six books and like you get like the first book was horrible like I hated it but the second book actually kicked off but then around book three or four basically in that game in that series they created artificial intelligence there's mm-hmm. one the Chinese artificial intelligence and the U.S. artificial intelligence and this guy goes off to like figure out what's going on with China. He dies, they bring him back, and they put an AI in his brain, his brain. It's like the first AI they ever created. Hmm. And at that point, AI is like illegal. And like there's, a, there's almost like a holy war against like the AI. Yeah. So he's trying not to die because they're like hunting these people. Well, in the second book, it's like Next Generation, that guy now becomes, they call him the old timer. And it's another set of people. But like I said, they keep building onto it. And then by book three or four, they go back and say, this is how they created the AI, and this is how they trained it. Oh, okay. And then, like, it jumps back and forth, but, like, it's almost like an anime where, like, you know how they talk about love triangles and love dodecahedrons? Mm-hmm. Well, then they start having different realities that people start coming in from because they figure they create this thing, I think what they call it, but basically they can travel to different dimensions. Huh. So, like, book one, the, the guy who's, like, the bad guy... In like book four or five, you see him. He's like he's actually a different person. Yeah, it makes me question because uh, like people are complaining online that people that read comic books a lot are complaining about like multiverse fatigue. Yeah, and how that's become like a, a bandage. No, it's like a common lexicon now for mm-hmm. people that they understand multiple realities and things like that. And why do you think that is that that's popular now? Do you think that's a sign of where we are in reality? Well, I think it all starts with the whole. They killed the, they killed Harambe. Well, no, that was the Hadron Collider. It was <laughs> north of that. That was the same year, wasn't it? Yep, but I do believe, um, like Rick and Morty, they they basically explain it the best way possible. But like before that, 
like before Rick and Morty came out, I was listening to uh, this book. So like, very few people could do multiple realities. Like time travel is a mind fuck. Mm-hmm. Like people don't understand like how like there's one the one I forgot the book I listened to. My ex-wife's book club did it, and I listened to it. And the book, I hated it. Because, like, <laughs> basically they're trying to create this time machine kind of thing where they wanted to go back in time to see different things. And basically, it would, you'd be phased, so you wouldn't interact with, with time. Yeah. But this kid is a fuck-up. Hmm. And, like, he's an average guy in that reality. Hmm. But, like, he ends up going back in time and fucking something up. And it shifts all of reality. Yeah. And then they have a thing where there's, like three or four different layers on that, too. So, like, everyone... Like, it is popular. It's been popular for a while, but I don't think... Until it got mainstream... Because Mar- when Marvel did it, it's like, oh, well, only comic book people, like you said, were doing it back then. Yeah. But, like, I've, I've, I've seen a couple books where they where they do it, and they do it kind of well. Like, everything all at once did it, w- did it way better than Marvel did. Yeah. Well, the Marvel movies, anyway. Yeah. The MCU. Because, like, even... Like Marvel and DC, they also have a problem where it's the multiverse, but only certain characters look the same. Yeah. Like in different realities. Like, how many. They had a movie with three Spider Men, mm-hmm. none of them looked alike. And it's yeah. like, well, but Doctor Strange looks the same in every goddamn mm-hmm. universe. Why is that? What I think was funny was um, Rick and Morty, like, when they first introduced, like, the multiverse and the, the, the Council of Ricks, and you got Black Rick, and you got Ricks in a different, right. yeah. d- different species and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Which one of these days, when I when I can find a Halloween co- party to go to, I will be Black Rick. <laughs> Why has it got to be Halloween? Because <laughs> it doesn't make any sense for you to walk around in lab coat and, and purple pants. Uh, I think that you can get away with whatever you want to do these days. I don't think it matters anymore. Um, yeah, back to uh, yeah that uh, comic book World Tree that I checked out. You should uh, you'd probably be interested in that one because that's another one of those. They, when the internet first came out, these people. Listen, one one guy was super smart, and he ended up tapping into a a part of the internet that's beneath the internet. Yeah, it's the dark web. Um, Deeper. I mean, dark web. If it was like, imagine, imagine if the internet was always there and we didn't invent it. We uh-huh. discovered it more like mathematics, mm-hmm. like how it's always there. There's always math. It's just yeah. we just fucking we say we invented it, but it's there. And there's they think initially that there's these benevolent beings that are putting the internet out there for us to help us, but it's like, no, it's the worst. <laughs> and so they lock it away for like you know from the early '90s until recently, and then it uh, it somehow it gets unleashed. But it uh, it's an interesting thing, and there's a nice ARG that goes along with it. That's uh, starting up, but people haven't made much progress with yet. ARG, alternate reality game. You know where like there's a WorldTree.net site, and you okay. can, there's a login for it. Nobody can figure out the password for it yet. Uh, they say it might not. It might be time released for the password to work. I know that like years ago, like when blogs got popular, I had an idea where like you'd make a blog network and basically be like a TV show, but based off of the off the posts. Hmm. So like. You'd have a character who'd be writing their blog, and another per- character would be writing their blog, and all the stories would be connected. Hmm. That seems like you'd need an AI to do. Well, actually, <laughs> <laughs> I've been looking at a lot of AI stuff. I'm trying to get back into it because I have a feeling there's some there's some money in there to to, to grab. Of course, there is. We just got uh, permission to use uh, Adobe Firefly at work. Oh, you got permission then. Well. They pay for the Creative Cloud subscription. Mm-hmm. I don't, so 
Well, if they I, say I can use it and these are the terms, like I can go in and play with it, and it's not my money. I don't have yeah. to pay eight thousand dollars or whatever the hell Creative Cloud well, is. Work made sent an email a couple months ago saying you cannot use OpenAI. Don't put our data into OpenAI. Yeah. Well, I have OpenAI on my personal machine, so and, I, and it, lately when I've been writing Python scripts and I get stuck, I'll go open OpenAI and I'll say, "Hey, write me a script to do this," mm -hmm. and then I'll copy and paste it onto the thing, but. I don't tell it what I'm doing. I just right. give it a... And that's also not putting data into it. Yeah, like exactly. That's, that's the, the, the thing that people get in trouble with is when they're like, hey, write me this article and mm -hmm. here's these prompts that are specific. Or if I'm like, hey, I need a regex that makes it so when you, when you remove these special characters, you don't put two hyphens in a row. Yeah. Like, that's, that's nothing. Exactly. Like, that's telling AI nothing. I actually started playing Minecraft a couple weeks ago. You poor fool. No, it's actually, I feel a lot calmer now. <laughs> it's like my little Zen garden. I can go and build shit and blow shit up. And that sounds like exactly what people say when they join a cult. <laughs> I feel a lot calmer now. I'm more at peace with the universe since we started worshiping Hale-Bopp. No. I know a cult when I see one. This ain't a cult. Since we started worshiping Mbop. So you anyway. do have the cult look, though. You got the beard, no mustache, shaved head. So you're looking, no you're looking a lot like a black Yugo Strange. <laughs> I've been told I look like Denzel Washington from The Equalizer. Who told you that? One of my buddies that I fly with. Mm, somebody, gets, somebody trying to sex you up. He's like, all you need is a hat. Mm-hmm, he look like Denzel. <laughs> but anyway, so I started playing Minecraft, and like I've been playing for a couple weeks, and like, of course, I go all in when I play a game and learning shit. So like, the one guy, he's been playing for like a year, he goes like, dude, you've done more in two, this two weeks than I did in the first month and a half of this <laughs> like i've collected all this shit i found all these caves and shit so like you, you collect all these blocks so apparently they make these things called sorters and you put the stuff in the block and it puts them in chests and sorts it all so you can actually keep track of shit yeah so like i'm trying to build a sorter i'm like you know what i don't know how many chests i need so with open ai i'm like hey write me a script to look at this json file because mm -hmm. apparently they put out the json files for all the blocks for developers hmm. so i gave it a sample of the json file and I had to write a thing to pull out the data I needed. I'm like, write me a script to find all the block sizes of greater than zero, find the material type, and put this in a spreadsheet. And I just fucking did it. I'm like, I just, it wrote the script in less than five seconds. And yeah. It took me at least an hour to. Uh huh. <laughs> it, like, I just been, like, I'm not really coding anymore. I'm just asking for shit and saying, fix it. Yeah, it, it makes you feel very Tony Stark like. Mm -hmm. And it's like, well, I'm I, I can't believe Marvel hasn't done it yet. Where they just actually have the, uh, what was the AI in, Mar in Marvel? Um, Jarvis. Jarvis. Why well, don't have their AI called Jarvis that they put out and just mm -hmm. collect the data? Like, let everyone do it. Have put it in that same British voice. Mm -hmm. That's not British. It's, uh, what's his face? Uh, the guy from A Knight's Tale. And I Robot. No, not I Robot. I keep doing that. Paul Bettany. Is, Is that him? Is Paul Bettany British? No, that's the video. That's Vision. Vision, Vision was originally... Yeah, voice. but he wasn't the one that did the voice, was he? Yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. Hmm. That guy's British, yeah. Paul... Shit, if Rick Grimes is British, that guy's British. Bittner? What did I say? Paul, Paul Bethany, I think it is. Paul Bethany, actor. Mm, yeah. English actor. Yeah, Known for Jarvis and Vision. Yeah, see? I, I, I remember him from um, Knight's Tale. He was Chauncer. Yeah, I remember. He You'll remember me! <laughs> <laughs> I, 
I still I still want to be able to change the the, the voice on Google Maps. Mm-hmm. I want it to, I want Samuel L. Jackson to tell me turn left, motherfucker. Well, you know what you can do now. You can grab enough samples of Samuel Jackson, write your own AI voice, and mm-hmm. then write the stuff to make your own voice pack. Yeah, and I had a thought about that. I think there should be this should actually be something the government should do. Oh shit! There should be legislation that comes out that. When you're born, your social security number is a patent number for your voice and your physical likeness. Oh, I like that. And then you keep, and you can sell them later on if you want to, but when initially when you're born, nobody can touch it. Mm-hmm. So nobody can be running around being like, like a, I think Scarlett Johansson's in a lawsuit because some AI company stole her voice for commercials. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, you wouldn't have that problem if you were patented initially. Like, mm-hmm. It's like companies when they uh, they automatically opt you into a 401k. Mm-hmm. It's like you're already opted into this patent. No one can steal your shit. But yeah, I do feel kind of uh, there is a thing on a thing called a chat dev, where you can actually spin up a, a actual development team and have it write you code. Yeah, I believe it. There's a review. There's a code review. There's a developer. There's a CEO. There's a CIO. <laughs> there's a, a documentation guy. Like, it, like they can write like tic tac toe and stuff like that. But like, it's getting better and better. Like, I told my my boss joke. Like, we can get rid of the, well, the Omni Channel department with this with this simple script. Like, <laughs> with this quick trick. What was that link I sent you? It was uh, what was like something had to show how old you are on the internet or something. I don't think you did send that thing. Yeah, I sent it to you. It was a Reddit thread. Mm. But it was basically like... Oh! Show your age on the internet. Yeah, some, something like that. And it was like people were talking about, you know, how how downloading a, a, a porn image was basically like a, a slow 56k strip tease. <laughs> That was like a fun thread to go through, just because it reminded me of stuff that seems like it was yesterday, but it was. I was there. The old magic was written. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> that is my that is my track. That is my tagline every time something old from the internet or technology happens. Yeah, and I just uh, somebody posted that, and they were talking about how it was like even before, like you did dial up, and it was like you had to open up a terminal window and ATDT and yeah, you had to know exactly where you were going and all mm-hmm. that. And I was like, that's before me, son. Not me. I was there. Twenty four hundred baud modem, one megabyte took an hour to download. I didn't have my first. I didn't first play with like really play with a computer until. Ninety eight, ninety nine. I got my my, my dad. Bought Otherwise, them. I was doing like I was doing chat rooms and stuff at the the, the Pitt Student mm-hmm. Union because I had a, for a friend that w- went there. But I was ten years old, my dad bought our first computer. Hmm. I'll never forget. He dropped like two grand or more. He's like, "Well, we'll be eating baked beans for a while now." <laughs> <laughs> That's always stuck with eating me. baked beans. So Joe can play flight MS <laughs> Flight Simulator. <laughs> Oh, the, the one guy posted, how old are you? And the guy said, I'm, I'm, I'm this old, Windows 95. I said, try DOS, six, uh, DOS 3.2. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was there before Windows was even a thing. Yeah, I can't imagine those people that were on. Uh, you sent me that one TikTok where it was the guy showing like, the computer where it was like, you can get electrocuted by <laughs> playing with it. Uh-huh. There was no power supply. It was loose wires. <laughs> <laughs> it's knobbing too. <laughs> 
But you didn't want to wrap your own power supply? <laughs> no. I think we'll have to end this for now. Yeah, I've somebody, got the, I've some, got the, Someone's got a meeting to go to. I've got a five-minute warning for my, my call today because... Uh, and it's one of those things that's killing me about life is I can't get into a... Rhythm? I can't get into a jujitsu rhythm because of work. And, and work in life because I can't... I can't go to jujitsu at, at six thirty in the morning. I just can't, and I, I have no ability to physically get there that early. Oh, I think you do. No, no, I'll shit myself, and I'm not shitting myself <laughs> in jujitsu because I can never go again. Like my body is not awake enough to go there. I'd have to wake up at like four in the morning in order to do that, and I just sounds like it's Jocko time to me. Man, I, then I got to go to bed at ten o'clock. Good uh, means I can get up at four o'clock and go to jujitsu. <laughs> <laughs> Shit yourself on the mats. It's another technique. No one wants to roll with you. You win by default. Exactly. Here, roll my shit with me. <laughs> They'll call you Mr. Brown Gee. <laughs> no, yeah, uh, I, I can't get into rhythm because they keep putting meetings right around noon when I normally try to go, or something always comes up I'll block right that around shit. Noon. It is. It's blocked before and after. Uh, 12, 12 to one is blocked on my schedule, but people put something like eleven fifty was my meeting, and now I got people putting stuff at one o'clock, so one thirty, and, you make, and you it's make like, it bigger. You block eleven to two. I want to have to, but it's just they're they're killing. That's me. what I. That's me and my coworker that we block from two to four because it's like. We don't know how long it's two o'clock going to take. It might take all day. We're not going to these meetings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I, just it's a pain in the ass. But I, I, I can't execute, execute, execute. Yeah, I'm making excuses. All right, that, that's it for us, ladies and yep. gentlemen. This is uh, episode 41. Maybe Joel and I will uh, dial in next week for a Black Friday special. Joel might be dressed like Black Rick. Um, I will be dressed like White Eugene because that's all I do. Uh, Joel, any 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 notes? Any notes going? Uh, Harness, a, day. harness AI. Don't fear it. <laughs> John Connor looks at you skeptically. <laughs> That's it, ladies and gentlemen. Good night. That wraps up another episode of The Mention the Machine. If you would like to contact or subscribe to the podcast, please visit thementionthemachine.com. If you would like to leave a voicemail, please call 412-294-8557. It is November 17th, 2023. What are we doing? Recording a podcast. Outside. Outside in the perfect weather. Gotta love this day. <laughs> Not bad, not bad. All right, all right, all right.